aspirations of selling for close to a billion dollars. Troy, we just pressed record and it just started raining. Do we go with this or do we not go with this? Because it's Act 47, I feel like it's about to pour. You know what? Oh, we go man. inside. Oh, uh, no, guys, like it is about to. Yeah, it's about to open up, isn't it? Let's keep this live though and running. Cool? I'm, I'm down. All right. I already keep this live. It's a little bit of a curveball, guys, but you know what? Um, just like sales and startups, when they throw you curveballs, you ultimately uh, just got to keep making it happen. So we're going inside here. Okay. All right. This is brutal. Wow. Audio should be good here. You know what's good though? To, it's great yeah. for the flow because you ultimately have the hair, it comes back. Man, you're such a hockey guy. Yeah, it's good. Um, okay, Troy, Act 47. Yep. We're downtown Toronto. Downtown TO, guys. Um, this is actually the live shake here. So. Um, walk you in, so our office is right here at 266 King Street. Um, this old building, 150 year old building, We've got a gym downstairs, cardio go. Shout out Brennan. Uh, quickly, tell us the story of how you found this spot. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. Why is Green Cube in this spot? Because when I first right. heard that you have an office right downtown King Street, I got it here. Um, King Street Entertainment District, I'm like, holy shit, like, that's right. a great space. So, um, I think this is actually kind of a cool area. It's like the atrium, but like it's not really an atrium. So this is a loft office. Uh, we got this office during COVID. They were actually going to tear this building down. It's a 150-year-old building. You check out this out. You know what? Should we do it? Stop. It works? Yeah. No chance. No, no way this works. So this is a... Uh... Oh, Come on my in. This is old Jesus. school... Oh, OG elevator. Oh, here. my sweet. Uh, are any prospects? You take them in here, you bring them up the elevator. Okay, let's keep it. Uh, oh, and you kind of close it from the outside here. <laughs> but uh, you lock, essentially, what you can do here is you can lock a prospect into the elevator and they can't come out until they close the deal. You know what this is? This is, this is the <laughs> definition of an elevator pitch. Give me Green Cube's elevator pitch right now. GreenCube is an all-in-one AI prospecting platform for you to grow your business so you can focus on your day-to-day so you can do what you do best, and that's sell. Um, we're going up here. We're on the second floor. What else can we do? You can prior, prospect, go find how, new how sales. How does it do that? How does, how does it do that? All through the power of AI. No different than how you set up to Tinder or Bumble. It's a dating profile, essentially, the other day, but for your business and networking event. And now we have arrived at floor three. So sign up today. I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> well right. done. That was fast. That was, that was a fast elevator pitch. That was a fast elevator pitch and a smooth ride too. That felt good, eh? As the alarm keeps going off here. And look, it is, uh, it is. The... I would never have believed it. Wow, that was a legit elevator pitch impromptu. That, that would work. Shit, I think we broke it. Did we break this? That's closed. Broke the elevator, guys. <laughs> there you go. Cheers. Let's nice. Go. All right, and guys. This is, and this is the beginning of the and office. And so this is the office, guys. Yeah, as I hold everything. Little foyer area. Little great little spot here. Another Red Bull. Um, this is it. A um, little bit of a mess. Apologies ahead of time. but well, if, Yeah, and I recorded. I walked in on Troy in his zone. He had the music blaring. He had his sunglasses on. I was in, about, to go, about to go for a little workout here, so I apologize. We're just going to set up the studio do a live recording here with you guys. Yeah. So... Here we go. This is what it looks like. Like every time before I met Troy, I was like, oh, I've only seen movies of startups and like entrepreneurs. You guys don't think I live here? I live here. This is like the definition, like the true definition of. Look at all your, it's disgusting. But you got your coffee, you Correct. got your liquids for the day. So what I've been doing with my routine lately um, as a whole is I've actually been able to, uh, as Tristan and I set up, I've actually been able to um, go in the morning 
as your meditative state, which I really like here, is you can actually hear, as we are now live, are we live? We're live. Okay. So as we bring it back all here, in a matter of four minutes, guys, we got the done. It was four minutes um, and 50 seconds. That was great. Essentially what we have here, I really agree, so as you see, everything's kind of all over the place. You gotta get active, you gotta run. You saw kind of my Jimmy tire out there. But uh, in the mornings, what I've been doing lately, thanks pal. <laughs> Uh, I've actually been going out and um, going walking to Starbucks, going to walking over to this place, Rabba's, which is right around the corner. Yes, this morning and going you had and a... getting my one, two, three coffee for like always hydrating because you really never leave Tristan your desk. Like I like I am like when we talk about a calendar right now, it's nine five nonstop calls. Like you walked in here and you okay, saw me. Correct. I can't, you gotta go hydrate and plan. And a refresher for people, you told me that you use your nine to fives to work in the business, mm. and then outside the nine to five is you're working on the business. Right, great call. So I'm here, right? Um, are we in frame, by the way? Yeah. Are we good? Oh, fuck, you're good. Okay. Uh, sorry, guys, I'm just catching my thoughts. Hot out there. Um, also, so I've been like totally in, basically. So I've realized the nine to five is for your calls, and I have like hard <coughs> calls that start at nine o'clock. Okay. Um, Which is different because you used to tell me that you didn't like to take take calls you, before 10 a.m. You know what though? Like I think it's so funny how you learn to become like a morning person. You know how your parents like tell you, of and course. you know when you're like a teenager, you're like, oh, I hate like, the morning. I love. How am I like? How am I ever waking up before 11? Right. right? Like right. I'm like whatever. Yep. Now it's like, how am I before 11? I've already had like a day, or essentially. What time do you room. go to bed usually? Uh, I, it's really good. I've been going to bed at like ten o'clock lately or nine thirty. Nice. I've been getting. To, I've been waking up at like five thirty or it makes, six. It makes all. And you the know difference. what? You know what? T money. As it's uh, guys, like you're gonna get the full workout episode in here. Like it is hot, so we're yeah, gonna be sweating. It is. It is. Um, like I said, uh, the great thing kind of about it is I get in here now at like seven sharp, okay. and I feel really good, mm. right? And so when we talked about like the last time the superstitions and the commute and the routine, yep. I now also have a routine. Is you can't. Like I told Alex this and a lot of guys here, because Alex comes in, he gets off the subway, he's sweating because it's hot out here, guys. Humid Toronto, yeah. right on the lake. He's got like, sure, I'm sorry, I'm late. I'm running into blah blah blah, running off. And I was like, man, I used to do the exact same thing. I used to feel rushed going into my Correct. day. It's the worst feeling. And, ever. It, and it, you know what? It, it constantly feels like you're out of breath in mm-hmm. a way, mm-hmm. right? And from there, I said you have to have like everyone talks about meditating. Right. Mm-hmm. So my meditative state is just I think meditation is a word for just your routine on what that is when you come in. So I always tell them uh, when I come here and I don't have time to go to Starbucks or whatever, I always put the coffee pot on, get my two to three smart waters, my uh, what is that? Black Shadow Black River, my cranberry juice uh, to get the digestive system going and get up and running. And of course, uh, our nectar of all basically uh entrepreneurs red bull so uh, go get my red bulls put them all to the side of my desk and from there i'm up and running i'm grinding 24 7 from 9 to 5 and that starts i get my cold outreach done everything done kind of in the morning from 7 to 7 30 have all my liquids here um kind of as i go here uh, from 7 30 to 8 take a little break and then from 8 to 9 i'm ultimately coming back in here and i'm getting all my follow-ups done and my work done okay. that i hadn't gotten done from the previous night so when you say get your outreach done right every day you have like a select also look at it outside it's like pouring and we were going to sit in that like that's, that's un- <laughs> like, like let's like, yeah, show gonna, them show them like guys like i don't i'm not supposed to handle it look at that like that was such a good call like if, can you see any people out here look at that no one huh they see the ground 
Is anyone out here caught in the rain? Nope, no one caught in the rain. But listen, it's uh, we back here. Wow, Tristan, this is what you look like on this end. You look good, buddy. Thank you. Okay. I'll try. You know? <laughs> All right. Well, that was an eventful first start. So, 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 so when you say you're seven to eight, you're doing outreach. Is that you have a number in your mind and you're doing cold, cold outreach to people sending cold emails outreach, and all DMs? Through, all through the Green Cube platform. So the really cool thing about this now is... Um, every day you do new outreach. Yeah, every day. So uh, what Green Cube really allows you to do as a whole um, is it's an all-in-one AI outreach platform yeah. that I can set and create audiences and it will set and create audiences to match me as a salesperson or entrepreneur yeah. to the best prospects for me all okay. on my different searches, right? What does that do? It frees me up to have my nine to five during my day as a founder where I can just focus on outreach for 30 minutes mm-hmm. of the day, mm-hmm. send my 10 to 15 personalized new ones, do all my follow-ups as well through the platform right. that are also personalized right. and generate f- five responses maybe in a day that leads to about two to two two new deal two to two new book calls, mm-hmm. which essentially is your pipeline figure. And so I'm sitting here as a founder all-in-one streamlined platform integrates with my CRM that already is doing the matchmaking for me all within the ICPs I can do. So what can I do? I can just jump on and be a person human at the end of the way to open that door. Tristan, it's ultimately opening, I would swear to God, I'm booking two calls at least a day. Nice. And I'm on calls nine to five, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So two new calls a day, 10 calls a month, 40 new calls, just me originating pipeline. Average ACB guys is about, ours like five to six K. I'm originating personally 200 to 250, 200, 240K USD in new deals just as a founder. And I'm doing nine to five, I'm doing everything. You guys, full time salespeople, the world's your oyster, baby. That's well done. And anyone and anyone who was wants. That, was that 60 seconds? No, it was. Yeah, I don't know. But, oh, okay. Okay. Which I was like totally lost there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice job, though. That'll take us into um, collision. Well, problems. exactly. That too. And, and anyone that wants to learn more about Green Cube and what they do, I think it's like Acts 30 to like 40. It's like. Remember when we were in the studio? So guys, that was like actually uh, so before, was really good. before we jumped on, uh, I was like, guys, I got to film so we're, the collision event. Let's talk about it. Okay, let's get there. Um, and, and something we're going to get into this episode is about the creator economy and yeah. how important it is to create content. Because Troy, you've, since meeting me, you've recognized the importance so of posting so content. So you know what I want to do, Tristan? Yep. I want to take a step back here, guys. Okay. We're going to flip it this episode. Because okay. you know what? Tristan and I usually always like rip it off the hip. And it always we start with an intro. It always gets to the first topic. And then, you know, first topic is just so organic. It goes places, Agreed. right? But Agreed. you know what I really want to do? So this is... Tristan has started his own business. He's really into this. And guess what? I've uh, organically started to learn from Tristan here over the last year. Yep. And so I bought myself a nice little phone, which you're seeing right here. Oh, and man. For my birthday. That's, that's my dream it's right beautiful, there. beautiful. Oh, right? How You feel that weight? No, it's great. <laughs> it's great. You feel that, crea- you feel that creativity Cinem- in that iPhone? Cinematic mode. Oh. oh. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Oh. Anyway, so what we want to talk about today, and I'm actually going to take this over, and I'm going to go from here. Uh, I want to talk about the creator economy. And this is Tristan's idea because Tristan is a creator. He's live. He's on TikTok. Go follow him, T. Ross. Um, Go follow him on Insta. Guy's posting every single day. He gets probably chirped to shit by people in the background. But um, even Buckles. Buckles is one of your chirpers, by the way. Hey, he showed me love the other day. You know, did he? He was like, nice pace, bro. Oh, no, yeah. Did he comment? Yeah, see, there you go. So, like, Tristan goes out there. And what I love about Tristan and kind of myself as well, I'll throw myself in that bucket, not a creator up to his standards. But what I really like about Tristan is that he puts himself out there and he's just willing to try 
new things, but it's yeah. all within the brand and context of Tristan, which is, I'm just going to say what I think your brand is. I think it's um, entrepreneurialism, but it's more focused around obviously creating content because that's what you do best as a creator. So a creative entrepreneur, creator slash entrepreneur mixed in with athletics, physical daily activity, routine, fitness, um, while also falling under all this umbrella of talking about what is going on as well and being actually um, a thought leader amongst current social topics. That's what I'm pulling from you. It, that's music to my ears. That's what I You got. can use that as a referral. Thank you so much. <laughs> Um, but Tristan, let's talk about this. What is the creator economy to a creator? So, um, well, you look at the two individual words in that, in that title, you have a creator, someone who puts out content on social media. So anyone who has an Instagram account and has posted anything from a picture of their dog or vacation picture, you're automatically now a creator because you've created an original piece of content and posted it for the world to be judged, get likes, and view, be viewed by other people. This is really nice. I like being on this side of the table, by the okay. way. It's way better. Um, okay. so, Trist- so Tristan, I want to I pause you there. Um, creator. Yep. So you're saying if I have a private profile, yep. right, um, does that classify me as a creator if I'm putting content out there? Absolutely, because a profile without anything posted on it is just a medium, no different than a blank birthday card would be. Okay, so I'm gonna test you here. Yep. Um, everyone's a creator then, because everyone has a social media profile. Are you, is that what you're trying to say here? You're only a creator if you put content out and publish it for other people to see. Okay, so, okay, so, I mean, technically that's everyone, right, Tristan? Well, a lot of people have a TikTok account, but they've never made or posted a TikTok video and they just consume. Therefore, you're a consumer and not a creator. So, your mom, who's just posting family pictures of Tristan, is technically a creator. Because without her thoughts and ideas, Mm -hmm. those pictures would never have been created. Right, okay, I get that. Okay. Okay, and so, do you think a creator. Because everyone talks about the creator economy. Yep, that's the second word. Okay, so I, I'm going to interpret, what do you think creator economy means? And ultimately, how does it differ from just being a creator? It's once you start to monetize the content that you create. Okay, and so talk about, let's talk about the creator economy, what you're currently seeing um, from an Instagram, mostly a TikTok, because I know that's your big realm, but let's talk about it from a TikTok and Instagram perspective, and then we can migrate over to the B2B world. The only reason TikTok is in that conversation is because I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly believe that the pandemic and everyone stuck at home, TikTok came in and created a new way to become discovered that Instagram and Twitter didn't do as well. TikTok brought the, I can have zero followers and get seen by a million people. Wow. And I don't know how they do that, but it's through this big word, the algorithm and whatever, which yeah, is I love the algo. so important. The algorithm's great. Now, what that has realized is that anyone that creates content, there's, sorry, what TikTok showed the world is that there's attention. TikTok is now the most visited website in the world. They wow. surpass Google, YouTube, all of that wow. in a certain period, not over time, but in a certain specific time of period. Yeah. What does that mean? There's attention there, there's eyeballs, and yep. what do businesses and brands want? They want eyeballs. And I think TikTok is kind of still a fugazi to a lot of brands and businesses, it's right? It's brand new. Like, it's just you don't know what it is. And so if you're selling, 
the new generation of the creator, the value of having creators on TikTok for your brand or company, what is that value prop, Tristan? And how can you quantify it? And how can you ultimately go and have success on that platform as a creator? So um, uh, can, can you ask me that same question in a different way? Sure. How do you want me to ask it? I don't just do. do, do what is so very simply, what is the value? What is the value to a brand or company? If I know nothing as a brand or company and I and I've heard of this TikTok. Yep. Heard that it was formed in China. Now it's over here. A lot of kids, a lot of like 14 year olds dancing on there. What, like, what value does TikTok bring to me as a company? And how do I leverage professionals like you to start? It's, well, first of all, there's a couple points I want to take away from that. The whole, if, if you think TikTok is just for young kids, Think about how Facebook was just for young kids when you and I first got on Facebook. I remember creating a Facebook account in grade six. Mm. How old does that make me? I think that makes me what? 11 years old. And at that time, none of our parents or grandparents were on it. Guess now who's majority on Facebook? My grandparents are on Facebook. Yeah, so TikTok. It's an old platform. It's a lot of older people. It's older people. So now TikTok is just brand new. All the cool kids are there. Eventually... TikTok will become what Facebook is today. Got it. Now, why does a brand want to get on TikTok? Yep. It's because it's underpriced attention. Mm. Back to my point of having zero followers, we can create an account today and millions of people can see the content that we post. There's a degree of how well your content is. Yep. Like, there, the, like the, the, the content still matters. Yep. Like the... the uh, it's just like having a, a product. It's yep. like Pepsi versus... Whatever, what's the word I'm looking so for? So I think what I'm getting at it here from TikTok and what you're saying is you don't need to have followers to get awareness. Correct. And you don't need to you don't need to have a big brand. You can have one video and get awareness. And I think listen, shout out any companies that are looking to get access to the whole and unlock the TikTok platform for marketing or digital marketing purposes, whether you're an e-commerce, B2B company, you got it? This is your guy to talk to. You. So um, just shutting that out. And now just to finish that point. Yeah. Now compare the the attention that it takes to get on Instagram. You can't just build a uh, open up a new Instagram account because no one's going to see if you post something. It's like it's like when we it's like when we started. <laughs> correct, and that's why we're still at a certain amount of followers on Instagram versus TikTok. Yeah, it's the under price. It's it's the price of attention. TikTok is very very cheap. You can still go on Instagram, but it's going to cost you a lot more to get the same amount like, of eyeballs. Uh, it's called the talk the t- the TikTok factor. Correct. It's like the X factor, but it's TikTok factor. Correct. It's the ability to go. It's the uh, the uh, the excitement or potential of winning the lottery of virality on TikTok. That's right. The lottery of virality. Quote that. To which you. which which <laughs> isn't sh- which I don't believe should be your intent to start on TikTok. If you're posting stuff on TikTok just to go viral, you're not gonna. You have to be posting there with quality storytelling genuinity which is why i like to come in this room every week and just go off the cuff because it's your it's your pure thoughts it's your genuine thoughts it's your documentation of what you're doing day to day and that's what's going to play yeah and i think that's what resonates most like listen uh i think on reels lately like we're killing it we're getting upwards of hundreds of likes um four five thousand to ten thousand views a video like Mm. i don't have a lot of followers but we're it's storytelling content purpose i think the way you clip it, and that's why I love you and uh, the work that you do, it's just the way you do it. You bring out organic storytelling in big sessions like these, clip them down to then pull out lessons and learning. So listen, guys, quickly, um, go check out this guy as a referral. I'm back, and I'm, I've worked together for a long time. Get the guys in business. He knows his platforms. Um, on now, 
uh, I just want to really touch on the creator economy. What do you think the future? So the creator economy, right? Like I think a lot of people looked at the creator economy before as influencer marketing. So um, I feel like creator uh, versus influencer. I want you to try to define the difference between the two. What is the difference between a a creator and influencer? I have a definition for it, but I want you to run with it because you are the creator. It's a great question. I think um, the term influencer has become this stigmatized word for someone who thinks they're somebody or popular. When it like when you hear, when I hear influencer, I think of Kim Kardashian. I think of all these bikini models that are posting, "Hey, you guys, go buy this new lip uh, lip makeup Blum, and and or they're, like they they poison your lips. Eh? you know those things. <sighs> I've never tried it myself. You ladies, yeah, ladies, you look good though. You look good like you naturally are. Or like teeth whitening or like I need that. It's like just stuff like that. And so but what I think influencer means is just when you've when you've grown to a point where you have a community of people that genuinely care about the things you have to say. Mm. The term influencer is gross, but at its purest form, it's you're saying something about a product or a lifestyle hack or anything in general, and people are listening and applying it to their own life. Okay. So you know what my definition is? Yep. I think influencers just don't have a story mm. or, a va- or, like a, or a way of – in your story or don't have a mechanism in a way. Like a creator – like. For example, um, you post your workout video clips, and that's your creator mentality, right? right. You, but again, you're not going to deviate from that story or that brand as a creator, but you can bring in new brands that fit within the story of Tristan Ross. And that's where the monetization comes. So that's a creator to me. It's you created your own story. You've created your own brand. Right. And, you, and there are brands within your brand that That's can right. fit within your story. I am working out. I might promote Nike running shoes. And, and, why, and why would a brand want to connect with me? It's because I've generated a, a following, a community of people that care about what I'm doing. Yes. And so if I go on my Instagram video, which yeah. I do every day, and I just posted one today of me in the gym doing pull-ups. Right. If I'm wearing Lululemon, I can tag Lululemon lemon in that and you know it's 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 a natural way of getting your product into a specific niche of people and i think creators have way i call them tribes so tribes of people are people that ultimately are you might not have a lot of followers you might not but you might get eyeballs but you have people that really actually listen and follow your content and i think the only way that happens is if you're a creator if you have a story if you have a brand Mm -hmm. an influencer i'm gonna say influencers the difference between the two creators actually go out and create content or have content that will align with their brand and story. I think influencers specifically are people that promote brands just to push brands. I, but I do think you can be a creator and influencer at the same time. Right. But I think the, the fine line between this is influencers are just post, maybe let's use this as an analogy, sorry, my female followers, I love you guys, but you're just from posting a new bikini pic every single day or posting a new lip plumper every single day. But hey, maybe if you're a creator, maybe you're showing a TikTok video of you doing makeup in the morning because it's all part of your routine. Are you showing a, your story is the life, um, the, being an influencer yeah. as even your creator story? But there needs to be some sort of story element. I think it's how you differentiate too. I agree. And, 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 you know, I think girls get a bad rep because they're just, um, it's, it's a small niche of people on social media, but it's such a hyper, hyper exaggerated and right. uh, it's a hyper focused 
part of social media. One last point before we get into your involvement as becoming a creator and how it's helped your business. Yeah. I want to get across the point that a lot of people on social media believe that they need a ton of followers. Mm. Let me raise in a scenario for you guys. In my mind, it's more valuable to have a community of 100 followers where 80 of those followers really truly believe and follow and love you as a person than to have 100,000 followers and just have a, let's call it, 800 people it, it's like shout out the, shout out king pursue the number the number does not matter and everyone thinks oh i need a certain amount of followers no it's how many of your followers actually give a shit about what you're doing i agree and i think it i think listen that'll lead to something just called conversion rates eventually maybe we start to monetize my brand maybe you start to monetize yours Correct. you know if krems is trying out a new product and he written because i've created a brand i'm not bullshit i'm authentic about yes, it i'm not brand. i'm not lining up I'm, I'm doing this stuff to help people first right um then when I'm only pushing brands that I think are about great value. So so why why did you resonate with why did you resonate? Thank you. Hey, that was good. <laughs> it was very good. And I appreciate that. I'm gonna have some content I can maybe use on my own. Hey, hey. Um, have the rules of ten. What what about the creator economy for you? Like like why did you even agree to do a stay hot video podcast show on YouTube that you like like what value has this given to you? Um, I thought it was very so. First off, um, I always I thought I was like very much struggling with the context of being an entrepreneur during COVID because yep. it was just me. So then I was like, well, how do I reach people right now and get to talk to people and enlighten people on the, how tough this is? Okay, let's uh, Tristan. I got an idea. Stay hot, right? This is the concept. So doc, showing the entrepreneurial journey and the ins and outs and ebbs and flows of this whole journey, but also pulling out lessons for people that. Oh wow, I really resonate that with that, or I'm going through that to show relatability and ultimately talk about stuff that, not to be honest, guys, no one really talks about. Um, and so that was what I wanted to pull out of it. And then because when I first met you, you you weren't posting a whole lot of content on your personal pages. You had a few pictures of yourself from Dartmouth yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, you, you, you know, you you had a LinkedIn. Actually, your LinkedIn was fire, but. Um, now we've seen a lot of growth on your personal Instagram page. I'm still getting you to start a TikTok because the window's closing, Krems. Um, talk to me about talk to me about your personal content journey before you met me. Yeah, I think I was. Um, I always like to think I'm going back to. It, I like to think I actually am a creator. I'm yeah. a very, and by creator, I think you have to be creative. And so I think you, you need have that. a creative mind. And yeah, so I've always felt like I have a creative mind. I'm really good with positioning stuff. And we just talk organically on, hey, Tristan, I got this idea. Or, hey, how about this idea? Yeah, I think right. that takes creativity to do that. Or, hey, let's do this marketing video, quick one, blah, mm-hmm. blah, here it is, right? I've always felt like I've had that kind of niche and uh, that creative element. I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. That makes me really passionate to come up with ideas. But I believe that where I started previously, to answer your question directly, it was posting videos or content or lessons that I could pull stories out of. Mm-hmm. So one was like... Um, uh, I don't know, it'd be a picture of me scoring a goal at Dartmouth and my hands are up against one. It's like, yes, it's great to promote that. But it's also like I, I was injured my first two years of school and ultimately I built myself up. And here I, you never know when your your hero moment's going to come. And then ultimately you score against Michigan with 30 seconds left. And so that was, a, that was a that's story. so cool. That you could yeah. say, yo, I scored against Michigan because Michigan's was, big time I school. I was talking to a guy as at home. I was like, great. So I could go off on that, but we won't do it. <laughs> great. Sorry. Anyways, I was talking to a VC today, actually, and the guy was from Michigan. So I told him the Michigan story. And I was Hell like, Hell yeah. Yeah, sick. Um, school. Anyways, yeah. So I think, listen. Um, what what opportunities have come your way since creating content? Like I know you. I'm so sweating, guys. By the way, it's hot. You're you're going to be speaking at Collision this year. 
Um, do you think, how did they recognize you? Did they find you? Why did they invite you? Or did you apply? Or so, did they see some content of yours? Like, talk to me. So I got referred, actually, by someone who's at Collision. He's like, you should be here. And I was like, wasn't going to go. Because usually we don't, I'm not really, oh, so previous this month, I haven't really gone to a lot of events. We always talk about throwing one, right? We're going to throw one July 14th, obviously. But um, I've really discovered that events are back, right? Like, people want to get out in person. People want to mingle and get there. Collision has been an event that they rotate from Toronto and New York mm -hmm. for years. Mm -hmm. And it's always – they class themselves as the tech um, – the Olympics of tech. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, fuck. It's the Olympics of tech. It's a great conference. You got a – Olympics of tech, you got to have Usain Bolt there, right? So um, uh, just joking. But uh, again, that's a good good joke but kind of serious at the same time. Ron, Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, Ronnie Coleman. Um, anyways, um, yeah, just hopefully uh, – yeah, anyways, we'll keep going. Michael Phelps maybe. Um, so – and I was, I, was, I was looking at the conference and I went – yeah, like, you know when, like, um, you want to go to a party or you want to go to a big event, but, like, you don't want to, like, commit to it? Yep. So, like, eventually it just got to the point where it's like, you know what, I'm buying a ticket, and we're gone. Nice. And then eventually uh, the guy's like, well, don't buy a ticket. Like, you should be, like, I looked at your profile, like, you should be up on stage. And so um, we're doing, I'm doing, I'm part of this cohort of 56 companies now doing this pitch competition. And uh, I have to say, you do have to do the application and go through. So hopefully it all goes well. But um, like I said, it's uh, going to be an interesting experience. But I'm like relishing it now because now I get to really do what I do best. I got three minutes and I was like, dude, well, I just got to figure out and not really quantify it to that audience yeah. per se, make it a little more professional. Yeah. But then I was like, dude, I've been pitching this company for three minutes off for a fucking year and a half. So this, is, this should be bread and butter, right. right? And then I was like, well... How, how did I take uh, – when I first did uh, the intern audience at Western, did the, the Hawaiian shirt, how do I make it different? So now like my creative sparks are going where I know I'm going to do well just because this is what I do. What, what, um, what's, what's the story you're trying to tell there? Oh, I don't want to give it all away, oh. but um, it's going to be short. It's going to be three slides. Usually, I would have ripped no slides, but we need slides. Okay. I, I love to rip You notes. could just put like a picture. Well, mm. I saw someone do um, yeah. a TED Talk the other day, yeah. and they put a baby picture of themselves just in the background and that was it yeah so i'm doing something similar okay. so it starts this green cube by collision who am i and then i'm relating back to what is green cube because okay. it's all these organically flows yep. telling my story yep. and then i'm related back to how green cube has worked for me and how it's working for everyone matching myself to the best product but it can match you to your future as well which anyone that is out there and they're like oh i don't know what kind of content to create or post that's the recipe right there it's like who are you? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. And how can you circle it back together? And how and why in the pitch? And the pitch is ultimately, well, guys, listen, there's me. Here's a product that matches me to the best prospects. Here's some prospects. And here's how it could work for you in the mm -hmm. future of where we're going. That's it. Three slides. Um, three slides, three minutes. You have so much content on social media. Mm. And I also, as well, I do. I it's beautiful. The sun's <laughs> shining. It could have never been a better day. Are you nervous to get up in front of like people live and so, perform? So it's funny, like when I went to that job. So I feel like I always have this like wrench in my stomach yeah. before I get out there, yeah. and then when I get out there, I usually have it for like the first ten seconds, and it's like you're working out a knot or something out, yeah. and like once I get up there. Um, and if you get past the 10 second mark, then we're kind of money and we're flowing. So what I need to, what you always do, and I learned this through um, Chris Rock, actually, he says to break the ice and get that knot out of your son, because he, every comedian has it too. They usually do a self-deprecating joke. So they say something like crazy, stupid about himself and get everyone laughing and then they're into the flow. So, but like, so what I'll do is like, I'll be like, ah, oh, what's up guys? Or like something like something like something that is like different than everyone else. Everyone up there that's a startup, I know what the fuck they're going to do. 
I can't wait. I wish I could, I hope we go last. They're gonna go up there and be like, my name is blah 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 from this company, and we are really excited. Like, thank you to the collision people. I'm gonna be like, what the hell is up, people? How are we doing? Boom, 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 boom. Collision. Whoa, creaky. Like, right. I'm just gonna be my organic self and have fun with it. Be like, yeah, listen, that's me. Here I am. Don't worry, I'm not just a crazy person. My tech people in the back are probably freaking out right now. And here we are. I'm gonna have fun with it. You gotta have fun. Why do you think that's important? Because it shows off personality and it shows off yourself, but it also shows you're different. People are gonna remember the person that's different that went up there and said, this is not, I'm not gonna go by the status quo. I don't give a fuck if there's 600 investors in here. Invest in the crazy motherfucker up on stage that actually is solving real world problems. And that's who I am. And that's why being bold and people back crazy entrepreneurs and people. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go up there, guys. Collision, if you're going, hit us up. We're getting a booth. It's gonna be really exciting. It's June 20th, 23rd. Uh, we're really pumped about it. Um, you'll see me on stage. It'll be three minutes. They'll probably kick me off after one. And uh, here we go, Stan. Now, 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 quickly, before as we wrap this up, the 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 point about being different and how important that is. Mm. A lot of people don't do that because guess what? That guess what? Being different does it opens your your it opens yeah, yourself you up well, you to judgment from other people, and and it's in our human nature to not want to be judged by others. Yeah, man, I think, uh, but being different is how you gain respect in a way. Mm. Oh, I was talking to Alex about this. So he was like, so I think um, you have to be, you have to put yourself out there to then know that people are talking shit about you. Oh, it's organic. Everyone talks shit. I got buddies of mine that talk shit about me behind my back all the time. I, I talk shit. Buckles ab- talk shit about you all the time. I talk shit about people that do it. What I do. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so this is okay. You're always going to have people that talk shit about you if you put yourself out there, right? And then eventually what happens is I told Alex about this. And this is, I think, so key for being a creator, looping back in, being an entrepreneur, looping back in, and being a just organic, great business self. It's something called this one word, consistency. Mm-hmm. Okay? And resili- it's resilience and consistency. So you can be different for three days. And I'm going to be different. Again, guess what, guys? After three days, it's like the gold dust of being different totally wears off. And you are just after that, the Superman suit is gone, and you are just standing there naked. You're literally standing there naked, being different in front of everyone. Everyone's talking shit about you. And guess what? So many people, 99.9% of the creators out there and entrepreneurs, they quit. And they will say, I'm done with content for the day. I'm done with that. That was cool. Be different. I'm fuck, Fuck that shit. I'm gone, right? Now, it's like... After three days, it's like if you post that fourth day or that fifth day is so fucking hard because you're out there and you're embarrassed. And then all of a sudden, you get to like day seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, inconsistent. So I was telling Alex this because he's doing this thing on LinkedIn, Alex Sales Train. And there was one, he did it for seven days and he didn't do it for another seven days. And I went, bro, what happened to the sales train? It has a, it's stopped at the station, it hasn't left. And he goes, oh, no, no, I'm, just, I'm not doing it anymore. I go, why? He goes, well, people, I don't know. I just don't want to put myself out there. And I go, dude. Be consistent. Stick with it. Go through. Now, all of a sudden, he's getting people. He's done it consistently for two weeks. He's back on the train. The train is rolling. And what's happening now is people are going back to me. Love your content. This is great. Amazing. So you got to be different. You got to have a period of awkwardness and be able to just build yourself up. But then also, and also, this is your resilience. So be different. Be resilient. And then this last part, which is so important, after resilience, you got to be consistent. Every single time, you got to post content. You got to go out there. You got to keep doing it. And uh, listen, really a pleasure to talk to you on this one with the creator economy. Uh, I think it's really exciting what you're doing. You're doing some amazing things. I'm trying to be a creator, learning. Let's do it. Okay, I'm done. Stay high, Act 47. All right. All right. <laughs>